Hey everybody, I am Fish. I am Steve. This is the Earspoon recorded from the Earspoon Studios, uh, a.k.a. the Green Mountain Panic Room. We'll call it the Bunker. The Bunker. Yeah. The Bunker. We're safe here from from ideas. (laughs) We we accept nothing from the outside. (laughs) You're wrong. Hashtag leave us alone. (laughs) Sign on the door says, nope, you're wrong. <laughs> nope, you're wrong. Actually, the <laughs> sign on the door, which is like one of those little uh, uh, things like uh, do not disturb mm. things. So mm. if you've ever noticed it, uh, the one side is the dude from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm. a- and the other side is from the uh, Copper Tone Suntan ad. Oh, my. That's so, very different. Um, so when it's on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. side, uh, do not enter. <laughs> Just that's just when good it's on, advice. When it's on the child pornography side, it, I'm not sure. So we never turn it around not, there. Yeah, please. <laughs> no, so you know it's so weird, right? Let, <laughs> let's take that. You remember the, back in the 70s, the Copper Tone ad with the little puppy? Jodie Foster. Po- po- was that Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster's I, claim to fame. Who, was who's the? Oh, the porn star was uh, Marilyn Chambers. Was the um, um, Ivory Soap Baby? Is that a fact? Yeah. Well, this is news to me. Yeah. No. I mean that. That's the rumor, and I believe that to be fact. I don't know that I've actually ever. It's 2018. You don't have to know. <laughs> you, don't. you can just say it's a fact. <laughs> you can just say shit. Um, she but, was also the 44th president of the United States. Turns <laughs> out. <laughs> Thank God. It's a fact. Uh, so, but it's funny how that in in 1972 was this little age of innocence showing a tan line and uh, you know yeah. a well tanned little child with a puppy and a cute thing pulling down the little bikini bottoms and mm. now it's like gah <laughs> don't do that well understandably <clears throat> God knows there's reasons things have come to the fore and yeah. they should have for I sure know. I do think sometimes too and we'll just randomly talk about things in American culture but you know we have certainly learned <laughs> which will which will fit into our theme about voting quite yay. nicely <laughs> yay we'll segue into that in a second but they, they were, I remember when I was a kid my grandmother my father's mother was living with us for a while and she wouldn't let us watch Love American Style because it was too racy oh you know remember yeah, Love American I do. Style this is how old I am right um, and like there, but there was a time back there where like the sexual revolution was happening, yeah. feminism was front and forward. Yeah. There was you know, and there was a sort of a you know a, a breakdown of prudishness that was happening. It was kind of nice. And now we're, we're both things. We're far more reactive to to some things and, and ready to clamp down on se- sex sexuality. And we can get into talking about transphobia in a second right. if you'd like to, because that fits to the, in our theme. <clears throat> but also, we at the same time are have gone way out the other side. Honest to God, I have to say, I don't want to see young, let's say young people, but mostly young women uh, wearing some of the things. I mean, I, I it just feels uncomfortable to me yeah. that people would be that, so much body would be exposed. But that's sort of a, maybe an old guy thing. Well, but I'm it, just saying we've sexualized 12-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, sake, no, no, you know? that, that, that's very real. Um, hey, but uh, before we go on any yes. further, <laughs> since we're a few minutes <laughs> deep into it, we yeah. should thank our sponsors, Series Who Natural Remedies yes. and, and Mocha Joe's Coffee. We want to thank, thank them you. for powering the pod. Uh, so our topic— should I sl- Wait, let me slurp. Oh, yeah, slurp a little bit. We'll both slurp. Just to make it real, make that paint that, that just, sort of podcast. Just, just so you know, if I ever sat next to anybody that was doing that with an actual cup of coffee, <laughs> get up and leave. Oh, okay. <laughs> I might, I might, I might react a little bit more like my uncle Frank. Yeah, <laughs> and calling them out. 
Ooh. Possibly a little physicality. Frank, Frank did not avoid conflict. <laughs> Frank was not a contact. He owned a Mustang. He didn't have to. There you go. Um, I don't like confrontations. <laughs> so voting. Uh, mm. We're about a week removed now from um, mm. from the primary mm-hmm. here in, in Vermont. And uh, a couple of the people that we uh, interviewed, Emily Kornheiser, mm-hmm. which was uh, one. Yes. So uh, unseated the incumbent quite handily, actually. Two to one. Yeah. My God, mm, it was so, monstrous. Um, another one of the candidates that uh, that we um, interviewed, uh, Cindy Jerome, did not win. She did not. No, no which was well, you know we were sad about that. But uh, the individual who we tried to interview uh, and we will interview in the future, uh, mm-hmm. Nader, no, uh, Hashim, did, uh, Hashim did win. And uh, so we'll be uh, talking to him and just about local stuff. And uh, you'll always find that at the Vermontitude section sure. of theearspoon.com. And add that Mike Morawicki will return as yeah. the incumbent for the right. same district. So the, the, these are all relevant here in uh, in southern Vermont. And uh, if you're listening to these in, in California or Ohio, that's not going to be. But you, yeah, whatever, you know. dude. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Mike Morawicki. Yeah, there's only one vowel in the whole name, just so you know. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> there's a bunch of silent it's K's. And, and it's a U. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, it it was a really kind of an exciting time. Yeah. And and we kind of went through this whole thing. Record turnouts mm. for uh, for the polls, which was really good. And I noticed it. A lot of people vote in advance now because it's yes. been made so easy to do that. Yeah, I'm yeah. still a game day player kind of guy. Me I, too. I, yeah. Man, I like, always is the case. I, I like the activity of actually going. Yeah. To the polls, casting my vote, and it was really busy. Not in Dummerston, but yeah, I'm sure it was busy in Brattleboro. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, look, I've I've gone to the polls in in Brattleboro where I'm just mm-hmm. I'm the only one in there. Yeah, it's true. But in a primary time, the expectation is already going to be lower than the already low. Sure. I always want to throw in this other caveat. Okay. Like we celebrate when 20 percent of of registered voters come out to vote, or eligible voters, I think we say. Um, I don't know if it's registered or eligible, but <clears throat> when we celebrate that one in five people comes out and that's a big victory, uh, you know, I remain very concerned about representative democracy. Right. Um, just so you know, I've reached out to the Halquist campaign. Hooray. Yeah. So uh, You may want to explain who the Halquist campaign is. The Halquist campaign is attached to Christine Halquist, mm-hmm. who is just won the Democratic nod. Yep. Uh, for the state of Vermont uh, to run against the incumbent Phil Scott. Um, if you are uh, under a rock somewhere and are unaware, Vermont once again kind of leading the charge um, behind a sort of open forward thinking mm-hmm. and a transgender person yeah. is she. And what so, by a considerable margin too. Yeah, I, I was I was looking at now uh, Phil Scott had a challenger, um, which was unusual. Sort of. Well, uh, yeah, I, but it challenged. Nonetheless, yeah. managed to glean almost I, at least at the point in time that I looked, mm. which was about 50 percent. And that was the last time I looked. Um, 50 percent of the uh, voting precincts were in. Mm. He was at 14,000, Phil Scott, and his person that was running against him in his own. Keith Stern. Keith Stern. Thank mm-hmm. you. I couldn't remember his name. Mm-hmm. Had about 6,000, 6,800 votes. A lot of conservatives are furious about Phil Scott and gun laws, which just seems ludicrous to me. Well, you know, <laughs> but uh, you know, so and I thought that that was interesting. So there's Phil Scott and this one other dude in there mm-hmm. who is, you know, sucking up. Probably at least half of those people would have, if there was nobody there, would have voted for Phil. Maybe some of them would have made a silent vote. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Democratic campaign, there were four people running for that slot. Right. 
So, again, 14,000 at that point in time. Again, 50% of the precincts were in at that point. Uh, 14,000 for Phil Scott. 16,500 mm. for Christine Hellquist. Oh, nice. All right. At that point, with three people underneath her sucking away votes. Yeah. And and the other 16, whatever that was, um, there was like a 7,000, 7,000, and then like a 4,000. So, I mean, there was like... The almost the equal amount of votes that she had gotten under the under the other three, just pulling it away. So I thought that was very telling, and it should sure. make for an interesting actual gubernatorial run. Yes, interesting, and uh, you know, a little bit. I'm a little bit coming uh, coming soon to a November near you. Yeah, but I'm a little concerned too about this is license for people who are are nasty and, and yep. ill-informed and ignorant to start pouncing on the thing. Truth told, I wish we could, I mean, it's important to talk about the transgender nature of this of this race yep. or the or for Christine herself, And um, but she has said, and I agree with others who have said as well, we'll really feel like we've arrived when we're not really talking about Yeah, and it's it's trans. true, it's a shame, and it's the, and I But watched, I think it's important, I don't want to skip right past it, don't get no, me wrong, no, no, I think no, it's no. important to you discuss. You know, it's just, it, it is all these, it's, it's the way we felt when Barack Obama Got uh, won the he election. He was trans as well. <laughs> yeah, trans, first yeah. trans president. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> first and and Libyan turns out. <laughs> turns out he was Libyan. <laughs> Who knew? Transgender from Libya. They should have checked Total. his birth certificate or something. I wish somebody <laughs> had asked for a birth certificate I from him. Know. I wish somebody, somebody with business savvy, perhaps. So we're watching. Who knows how to properly use a three iron at the appropriate? Anyway, oh God, yeah. So and, and we felt like when Barack Obama got elected to be the president, forty uh, the forty fourth president of the United States, that we mm-hmm. had taken a turn, and it was good. Uh, but what what was so good about it? Well, the fact that he was an African American mm-hmm. um, was the thing that we were focused on. Um, That's part of it. I it, have to it, say, there's it, other other aspects that I found uplifting as it reflected what was going on with the American electorate. That the, that we had moved from it was eight years of Bush and Cheney post 9/11 right. for the country to say, yeah, let's go. <clears throat> excuse me, let's go Democrat now. I'm not a Democrat and never have been, but it was an obvious response to uh, a, a, or a splashback from eight years of conservative rule. Let's say so. There was so much going on, but needless to say, it was a monster-sized thing. That a non-white male was now, uh, you know, the chief executive of the country. Right, and and you know, so anytime you feel like you can make progress, um, you know, you can you can feel prideful in that, and then sort of ashamed as to why we're feeling prideful. Mm-hmm. But let's just go with the prideful thing. And when we get back into our own, uh, what will be a an interesting gubernatorial race to watch? Sure. Um, with Christine Halquist. Who is um, whip smart? Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't question her ability mm-hmm. to um, do anything, and you know, to to actually execute the uh, governor's office. Oh, that's why she got my vote. She yeah. was the most qualified of the keep, bunch. Just so. keeping it warm for Becca Ballant. That's all. <laughs> and how I'm thinking too. <laughs> uh, so, who's another one of our our in-state uh, people who are down here? Another She's one, a state senator from Wyndham County, and, yeah. and I have to say, doing a bang-up job, yeah. and was was ha- sent back to the to the state house with with a lot of oomph, and and Jeanette as well, Jeanette White. Yep. But yes, I think. Forgive my interjecting, but I I I, I love that Becca is remaining as a senator, but she clearly 
has quite a deep trajectory and could either be mm-hmm. the governor or may wind up in D.C. for all we know. Yeah, I mean, she's she is just that level of smart and a, and a really good politician and a people's politician, which is what we oh, yeah. appreciate. All right, listen, I do want to get into the whole uh, Christine Halquist um, uh, run. Right. And uh, but let's take a quick break because I want to I want to sort of talk uh, talk through on the other side of the break. Mm. The ugliness that's going to happen, and we know that it's going to happen. Mm. The memes that are going to be created, mm. um, and uh, things, and and how this campaign might be able to handle that and combat that, and 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 do you ignore it? What do you do? But we'll get into it after the break. Okay. Uh, you're listening to the Ear Spoon. I'm Fish. I'm Steve. And uh, now we'll hear a word from Serious Natural Remedies. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's the other one? Mokajos.com. We won't slurp this time. This is the ear spoon with fish and Steve. Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them, and that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without him. Thank you. Thank you. No. Thank you. No. Thank you. No. I think this time. Thanks, uh, Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha oh. Joe's. This is Ear Spoon. You're home for the shit you're thinking anyway. All right, welcome back to the podcast. I am Fish. I'm Steve. Uh, just a reminder, you can download this podcast wherever you download podcasts. On the internet. On the, yep. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what? yeah. I miss the, I, I miss the modem sounds. <laughs> oh, I wish I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. I miss those sounds. It was a sound. handshake. Yeah, that yeah. was it. The, the <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> I started into the internet with the, with AOL. Yeah, total I, think, I think most people did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of surfed the net. Some still do. Um, so there's that. All right, so he, here we are, uh, 2018. Vermont has uh, offered up to the world its first transgender gubernatorial candidate mm-hmm. in Christine Halquist. First in the country, yeah. Um, after the election, the very next morning um, when I was uh, – Looking over the the previous night, went to the ca- the campaign celebration at, at Emily Kornheiser's. Yeah, at the, that uh, was fun at the yeah. American Legion. Um, we are watching CNN. I may have been the first, the second. We were watching CNN, getting some of the headlines, mm-hmm. and they were interviewing her. And I was watching the interview, and I was quickly becoming horrified. 
Oh, no. And here's why. Um, she has a tendency. Now, this could just be I have been up all night. Mm-hmm. I have been on the stump for a month straight. Mm-hmm. I don't know which way, which is up, where's east, where's west, what's north. I don't know. Where am I? Exhausted, tired, but couldn't keep her eyes open during the interview. No. What? Yeah. And she wears glasses. And wow. I thought to myself, <laughs> right. What time of day is it? This is like one o'clock in the morning. You're talking, or no? Or? This is probably about I don't know seven in the morning, maybe. Oh, oh, maybe up all night. Sort that, of that's situation. it. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. But uh, and I had said to my wife, I said, you know, if I was just listening to this, which I often listen to the news as I'm doing something in the kitchen or in another room, I'm just hearing the noise. Yep. I don't have an issue, mm-hmm. but I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. have a visual coming with the noise. And I'm having a problem. Right. And it's making it so distracting to hear what she has to say and the questions that she's answering that I'm not focusing on the answer. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, um, and so here we are having to combat somebody who is clearly – and again, like I said, if I didn't didn't witness firsthand what the whole thing looked like, uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Mm-hmm. I would have just said, "Yeah, I heard her, and I, she was on uh, on the CNN, mm-hmm. and um, and she, she was being interviewed by whoever was interviewing her. And you know, she was smart. She was answering things. You know, she sounded a little tired, but mm-hmm. you know, understandable. I think the world forgives that. You know, yeah, you've sure. just been you've just been on the stump for X amount. You've probably been up all night. But you can also tell CNN to wait eight hours. I'm gonna go get some sleep. So thank you. <laughs> no, thank you for saying that. I mean, yeah. so if you're unable to, if you're so tired, or if this is a thing, and I I have to be honest with you, I most of what I hear is audio mm-hmm. of her. I mm-hmm. don't. I haven't seen her on the stump, or if I have, she's at a podium being shot from far away, so I mm-hmm. can't see her eyes. But if this eye thing is is an issue, it's going to be an issue. And then I I turned to Which my wife. Which is a shame. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It will be, but it's all you know. That's all visually. Remember the whole thing with uh, Bill Clinton when he was pointing, and then everybody said, "Don't point." It comes across as aggressive, and you notice the closed fist. Is that how that happened? That's how that happened with the big thumb thing. Yeah, the thumb kind of. Jet, so it's not your pointer finger, so it's less aggressive, and you're just speaking with authority. That's how that whole thing. That fist, I thought he swiped it from Kennedy. That whole fist talking thing. Now I think mm. I, I think I think Kennedy was. You know, holding secrets. Yeah, <laughs> so he couldn't there open up his is. hand. Um, All right, that makes sense. So you're saying what you're describing then is is visual presentation as a major component. Yeah. Of you know, uh, and, of it, and, we... I, and I said, I, I looked at my wife and I said, you know, damn me for putting this into the universe, mm-hmm. and I'm going to say this thing right now. Mm. But how long is it before we begin to have to suffer through the clinger memes? Oh, no, I never thought of that. Yeah. See, and I'm, I feel bad for bringing it up, um, but I feel mm. like if I can put it out there and say, we already know what's coming. It's fucking predictable, so just leave it alone. Oh, no, now you've opened a door. Well, I mean, let's importantly point out the difference between trans people and transvestitism or transvestism. Right. And sitcoms. And sitcoms right. and people pretending just to get out of war, blah, blah, blah. But, yes, this is where I think many conservatives will go. Right. And many people with you know archaic views on how we are now uh, will go to whatever they can to sling poo. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I don't think – 
mm-hmm. back up and say this. Do, I, I don't think is not a good statement. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> you know, I, I'm hoping that we have evolved past that while knowing yeah. when the piece of trash that sits in our Oval Office right now occupying the White House mm-hmm. is in there, I don't think we we don't stand a chance of escaping this. Yeah, the flying monkeys are out, and and the ability to be offensive has been sanctioned yeah. in many ways. So I think we can expect. And honestly, I don't wish ill on anybody, and I certainly don't think that Christine Halquist should have to endure anything more than discussing policy people. Right. But um, since this is an inevitability, my hope is that it's a way to excise this sort of the way racism is coming to the fore. I don't support or appreciate the harm actually done to people, but this is a conversation that is long overdue to be talked about out on the table, no holds barred. And I think the same is true with conversations about trans people and transphobia that's very prominent. You know, people are dying. Large numbers of trans Mm -hmm. people are dying as a result of prejudice and dying as a result of hatred. So I think it needs to be called out in every form. And I do in certain public news forums, Facebook, Twitter, et cetera, and say, "Uh uh-uh, you can talk you, about all kinds of. Did you just call Facebook news forum? Um, take it back. <laughs> just, just go. I take it back. Okay, I'll take that back. All right, we, but we should tease that out. Yeah, at some point. Um, but I'm just saying, it is prominent and forward, and 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 the the, let's just say the more uh, aggressive, belligerent, ignorant ignoramuses around us have now sort of been given license to go ahead and be assholes. Yeah, they really have. So get ready for that. You know, put on an extra layer of whatever you need to, but it's going to happen. And I, I hope that the the counter conversation can be um, informative, educational, and also understand that ignorant people get scared easily. Yeah, <laughs> so, they do. You know. um, so, but here's the one thing that that I could that I could counsel. So, when you see something that is ignorant like that, mm. just scroll past it. Yeah, that's don't, well. I don't ig- know. I, don't acknowledge it. Because when you begin to take – so everybody who agrees with that will like it, go, hey, that's pretty funny. And then mm-hmm. you can – and you know, and you of all people will mm-hmm. know that you know weighing into a, a quick debate with these people is going to get you nowhere. Well, your 700-word responses are certainly <laughs> not getting read. And if they're not getting read, and even if they are getting read, you, know, you tend to you, – you have a big vocabulary and you're not afraid to use it, which is good. Well, I know when, when to dumb it down. You know, I try to know when to dumb it down. But understand where I come from with that. I've said this before, and I hold it to be true, that the person I'm I'm engaging with, who's shown some offensive or ignorant or non-factual whatever, my pushback on them, it's my assumption that I will not likely convince them of anything. But I know that on an ancillary level, people watching this conversation in public forums actually have written to me to say, I appreciate how you framed that. I appreciate the facts that you provided with that. I appreciate that you didn't name call and get hostile on somebody when you very easily could have, when they Mm -hmm. were being nasty back at you. So I like the fact that there's an educational component. The same way I used to do talk radio is like, I don't know who that's landing on, but I'm throwing stuff out there. Take what you want, discard the rest, and people hopefully benefit from information or ideas. And I hope that that's the case when I have these jousts with people. But I, for one, feel like when you see it, call it out. When you see sexism, call it out. You don't have to stand there and spend two hours talking to somebody, and you're probably never going to necessarily convince them of anything. But get that shit back in the cave, you know, or if you're not going to come to another level of understanding, at least – 
don't make it okay for racists and sexists and and transphobics to come out and and start you know stinking up the joint. Right. On the, on this, um, if you go to theearspoon.com um, and scroll down, you'll see a couple of different things that you can listen to here. A couple of different uh, podcasts. One of which is Fables. Um, I would yeah. encourage you to listen to Ryan Buck's uh, storytelling from Fables because um, he is uh, basically a male that um, is, you know, a young man starting a family. Um, who, a hetero male. Yeah, a hetero male. Cis male, as might be said. Cis, Cis is a thing. We can talk about that at a different time. Please. C-I-S. Uh, after, maybe, you can explain to me. <laughs> okay. Um, but um, I'd never heard the term. So he had gone through uh, some of these things. He even talks about um, the whole, um, um, the Matthew... Matthew Shepard. Matthew Shepard, yes. thank you. Um, Matthew Shepard case, which was just horrific. Just a man uh, stoned to death because of his uh, his and painting the visual that he painted that night when he told the story and having having to kind of own some of his own language, even though he was open and had arrived. So uh, uh, when I say when all of this uh, stuff comes down uh, around the Christian Christine Halquest uh, mm-hmm. campaign, and it will, yeah, because I've just lost my faith in humanity. <clears throat> To that ilk, that people will just well, let's listen to what she has to say. Mm-hmm. You know, you you and I will do that. Yeah, I I think a majority of the people that we hang with will do that. Yep. Then there's going to be that element that just goes freak, kind of, and and are mean about it. If you don't like right. her either because of who she is and or, or her character, what have you, or doesn't meet your requirements for a governor, fine. But you don't have to denigrate somebody. Right. You don't have to insult them. Just and vote you, for the other guy or gal. Fair enough. But this, what I comment, the easiest and most obvious one is people saying he. They right. will not say she. And like, I don't, who wins there? Like what? Uh, you know, it's you this know, whole There's thing. only two I'm, genders. I'm, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to change what I, what I see? No, no. way. Well, you know, here's, here's the thing. All right. So mm. if your name is Billy. Mm-hmm. Right, but I know a guy named Bob that looks just like you. Mm-hmm. Does that give me the right, the right to call you Bob? <laughs> right. Well, you look more like Bob, so right. I'm just gonna go with that because that's easier for me. Uh, right. No, I, no, don't. You know, your name is Billy. I get it, but I know Bob, and Bob right. looks just like you, so I'm gonna call you Bob. That is, that's the argument. So it's a good one. If that's Christine a- Hallquist. <laughs> Says, call me Christine. Call or- <laughs> me Christine because I'm a woman. Right. Then just respect that. I understand that this whole transgender gender thing is confusing. Mm-hmm. I get it. You know, it's hard. I, I've made the mistake myself. Mm. I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm often horrified when I when I make the wrong call because yep. I, sometimes I overthink it. And I'm corrected, to which I apologize and and correct myself and try to make myself a better person Boom. from having learned that lesson. Who, because I'm no ask? different. I, I am a hetero male, so none of these rules apply to me. Mm-hmm. And I'll just ask for patience as I am trying to apply apply yeah. them to myself. I think that's all anyone's asking for from any of the um, of the oppressed communities in our world. Mm-hmm. They're trying to bring to the fore. Please understand this better. Same thing, you know, with with people of color. Please understand this better. If you show an earnest heart that says, I can own where I've fallen short and I can make changes here. It, you know, it's hard to imagine somebody would have a hard time with that. It's the ignorance stuff and the stuff that says, like, you know, I, look, you don't tell me. How, like, that's the stuff that's offensive. Right. Or, that, yeah. or people that are not interested in moving their ideas forward, you know. And that's classic. That's willful ignorance. And, and that's 
when you know that there's more available to you, like people talking about, you know, there's a lot out there and has been for quite some time. Danica Rome is another representative uh, out of Ohio, Virginia, I can't recall, um, a trans woman who is like such a such a great thinker. And mm-hmm. I follow her on Twitter and uh, and really is instead of being like, you know, uh, up on a soapbox and screaming about stuff, just simply showing up as a trans person. But more than just that, and I think this is what Christine Halquist has said and others as well, yes, let's acknowledge it and talk about it, but please let's not make that the majority, which kind of what we're doing. Another time we should talk about policy because right. she got my vote because of policy stances and her resume. You didn't vote for the 14-year-old? No, I appreciate that yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that he ran and, and all the more power to him. Yeah. But no. And, uh, and if he can stay that civically engaged, there, yep. will be a co- there will come a point in time. Where I will probably cast my vote for. I feel the same way. I feel you very know. much the same way. Yeah. So I just, you know, it just felt a little too, uh, a little too contrite. To yeah, vote. and it's fine. I mean, all the more power. But I, you know, well, I, I could spend more time talking about like, come on, Democrats, we gotta do yeah, better yeah, on yeah. some level. It's got. So you know. he, here's the one thing I will say about the state of Vermont: Should Christine Halquest uh, become a, a, our next our next governor, mm-hmm. uh, we will be the most cyber secure state in the union. She's a total geek. You know that, right? Yeah, that's true. She's a total geek. Well, it would be nice to see some changes in, on the technology front in Vermont, for yeah, sure. And I think uh, she would advance our agenda. But um, So I, I will caution and say what we said when we did the uh, Adam Waffen uh, uh, podcast. You know, yeah. fight, fight the First Amendment with the First Amendment. You see something ignorant, um, I will probably choose to ignore it, or I will probably have some go-to post about seeking counseling around the way you think. You want some of my photo memes? Yeah, if you would. Because <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love fighting a fight with photo memes. <laughs> Sometimes, I'm telling you, though, there is nothing more effective in the world than uh, humor and uh, what. And, and satire of sorts. Mm-hmm. When you can when you can just kind of comically make fun of someone's ignorance, I think it's more effective than saying, oh, yeah, you're wrong, and here's all the facts that they won't read. And, right. you know, so sometimes just dropping something funny in there has a way of equalizing that sort of crap. Right. I think I will. Every time, uh, every, every time, I think I will do this now. Now mm-hmm. you've given me an idea. Correct. I had to actually do this, and, and I've given it to myself, but you've... So <laughs> if, if, a, if a person named Bob on yeah. Facebook makes a post, I'm going to go steal their profile picture and just put a different name on it. And go, go, that's how that feels. Right, right. You're post, not, Bob. Leave. I've decided that you're a different name that's more comfortable to me. Yeah, <laughs> this makes me more comfortable. <laughs> All right. A, but Your again, new Delta Talcai name is Henry. <laughs> right. Flounder. <laughs> Pinto. <laughs> but that's this is what I mean. Like these, when these are not... Terribly complex ideas, but they're semi-complex ideas to be able to hold and, right. uh, you know, empathy even is a com- is a semi-complex sort of psychology. And I'm, I think what we're up against is ignorance and and dumb. And I had this conversation with a close friend of mine the other day about um, I have a relative disdain and and not much patience for actively dumb. If you're accidentally dumb and it's just you never got exposed to this, that, or the other thing, mm-hmm. well, like here's some new information. If you're saying, don't want your damn information, you know, and you're saying I am close to new things, that's stuff that I find offensive. So while you and I can talk about you know, you just said the Bob analogy. I think mm-hmm. it works perfectly. People won't understand that. These yeah. people that ought to understand that won't understand. Maybe I'll saying. just maybe I'll just uh, 
Maybe I'll just steal that profile picture and just put the Do words it. oxygen thief on it. Hey, that. hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke, but I think you can appreciate hey. that on the outside. <laughs> I think we should bring this thing in for a landing. Right on. Um, all right. So they're just uh, as you go through and you see all these things, uh, let's just try to squash them and head them off as best we can, yeah. uh, keeping it civil and, and, and making a strong case towards uh, – judging the uh, content uh, and not the character. Well, let me add, too, at the tail of this, um, feel free to, f- to feed back with us because, again, I think if we're going to be open-minded, you know, straight, you know, hetero white guys, white males, um, push back on things that you don't think are accurate. You know, of course, be gentle and polite. Yep. But um, but we're, we might be falling short of our own understanding of, of transgenderism, of transphobia, of gender in general. A lot of people have a lot of different opinions about those things. So not any one yeah. person is going to be this correct. It's not the 70s or 80s anymore. We don't get to shove them back in a house so we no. don't have to look at them. No, but uh, you know, come to the, go to the website, theearspoon.com, and you can communicate with us that way. And let's have a conversation yeah. about that. I mean, love I, to. I think that's what I would love to be able to start to foment good conversation with people that listen to the podcast. And uh, any day you can use foment, yeah. it's a good day. <laughs> I should manufacture something called foment. No, a no, t-shirt. No. There you go. All right. I've been Fish. You have? I have been. This whole time? The whole 30 minutes. Funny, I've been Steve. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. What do you know? And you can find us at theearspoon.com. Download it on iTunes, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Of course, like us on Facebook. Like us on the Twitter. Please. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. And don't forget, thanks Mocha Joe's. MochaJoe's.com for sponsoring the podcast and series Natural Remedies. For Those sponsors. guys. Yeah. We love them. Wouldn't, couldn't do it without you. More at theearspoon.com.